To grow your business and before you can execute any great sales process, you have to get leads first. Jesse Stoddard helps companies like yours get more clients, customers, and patients while increasing profits 24 hours per day. Hey guys, I wanted to make a video today um, after meeting with a client. And uh, before I lost the thoughts, I wanted to get it here to you as quickly as possible. Uh, and it has to do with um, creating content for personal injury attorneys who want to brand themselves and market and advertise, but they're confused. And I, I think this is everybody, so you'll probably relate. If, if you ever have a, a, a copywriter or, a, or a, a marketing person come to you and ask, well, what is your target market? Let's describe them, your ideal target market. Let's get into the demographics and all that. You, you kind of look at them as an attorney and go, this is ridiculous because it's an event-based situation if for personal injury, like mo almost every time because someone's in a car accident uh, or they are... Um, something happens to them or somebody does something to them that wasn't predicted. Well, I guess for some people you could say it, it might be able to be predicted. But uh, in most cases, it's an event-based occurrence and it's a, or a, sorry, an event-based trigger that creates the need for the customer. So how do you figure out your target market is? You know, you could say, well, on average, they end up a certain age. Maybe for you, they do. Maybe if you study your customers carefully, you find out that they're more male than female or female than male and they're 25 to 45. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's solely based on that event and whether or not you were there first. So my, my first point is that one of the most important aspects is just being first. Now, that means that you have to be there when the person is looking, and most purchases nowadays are made online. Therefore, the first person to be there in search is gonna have a huge advantage. And if you're relying on Google AdWords, then you're held hostage by the supplier who can raise prices, and your competitors bidding for keywords obviously raising prices. And so you need to look for other ways to do it than just buying the traffic. Now, knowing who to target is huge because if you know the people that are in market, which is a subject for another video, uh, you can focus your ads on them rather than on everybody. That you, in other words, market to the needles rather than the haystack. That is possible uh, through in-market lead programs uh, and technology now, and it's gonna be more and more possible in the future. But what about when you just wanna be there before that time? you know, the the concept of branding. Now, most attorneys can't afford to do generic, big company type branding where you're just blasting your message out. It's very expensive. I'm sure you've done it. If you've ever had a TV commercial or radio or commercial or you, you've advertised on the side of a bus, you've done that generic, general branding, just being out there in front of people, hoping that when they finally do need you, they remember. Chances are slim. They're, the recency and frequency is difficult to pay for. It's very expensive. And even if you do, chances are you're advertising for your competitor because when they finally do think of it, they can't remember you, but they remember that you were on a bus and they, 
they go call somebody else and and when that person says hey how'd you hear about us they say oh I think I saw you on the side of a bus no they saw the competitor on the side of the bus and then they went to Google and Google took them to a different page so uh, that's an issue right but there's got to be a way there's got to be a way to at least become top of mind so that they do remember you and I think it's intent-based branding, which I'm borrowing from Frank Kern, by the way. Awesome dude. Buy his stuff. He's amazing. Uh, I learned a lot from him. But I've learned that you can't just take the concept and expect it to magically work for you. You have to specifically apply it and individualize and customize it for this industry. So what intent-based branding really is, in my opinion, Frank might disagree, but it's basically the idea of when someone intends... Uh, are, is is interested in what you have to offer that you brand only in front of them. It also could be flipped around as your intent in branding is based on branding in front of people that are a likely uh, a good fit rather than just, you know, Joe Schmo. And so if you consider those two ideas, you can see how this is much more cost effective because if I show my message in front of people that potentially are interested already, then I'm not wasting ad spend. Okay, so we got that out of the way. Now moving on, so what do you do though? What kind of content would you put in front of people in order to get them to know you, like you, and trust you? In other words, what you need them to do in order to wanna do business with you is know, like, and trust you. You need to build credibility and authority with the people, with people in general, because at one point they may have an issue because they might be an idiot like me who's recording something while driving Although, you know, I've got my hands on the wheel and it's totally hands-free, by the way, and I'm watching the road 99% of the time, probably more than most people. I see people checking their text messages out here for crying out loud. So anyway, um, how do you do that? Like, what kind of content? Because you can't just say, look at me, look at me, look at me. It gets annoying. It pisses people off. If they see you all the time and they don't need you, it's not relevant to them. Facebook and Google are relevancy uh uh, uh, platforms. They want them to know that their ad is relevant to people. Because if you show them something that they don't like and then they stop using it, that hurts their brand, Facebook and Google, right? So they want to reward you with a lower cost per click by having things that people actually want to see. Well, what do you do? Because they don't care. You know, I, I used to hear this all the time. I would go into an attorney office and somebody in the office would say, well, yeah, but I don't go to Facebook or I don't go to any of these platforms when I want an attorney. I either get a referral or I go, go to Google. True, that is what you do at the end, at the very last step. But who are you more likely to go with? The one who has been in front of you more often and more recently and who's not annoying who you like and you've grown to know, like, and trust or the random person you found on Google that's completely cold, you have no clue out who they are. This attorney, you have no idea. You're more than likely gonna go with the one that you have at least a, a little increment of, uh, you know, of, true, of, of, of familiarity with. And they you can't be annoying. So what do you do? You, and the key is intent-based branding with education-based marketing. In other words, things that are interesting, relevant to the potential viewer, to the potential client, before they become a, a, a client, before they need your services so that when they are looking, they're interested. Well, the way to do that is by giving them relevant things. Well, what would be relevant to them? Well, let's think like they are. If you, assuming you have some statistics, like you know age and you know, uh, you know the, the typical target market, who they might be, you could use that to your advantage to tailor some of it. But let's say you have no clue yet 
And it really could be anyone in your mind, anybody. Well, if that's the case, if it really could be anybody, then what you really ought to be thinking about, and by the way, I stopped the car, extra safe now, um, you need to be thinking about what is it that the person might be interested in? Well, they, the average person is interested in things that are related to what you do as an attorney. They're interested about, well, what if, what would I do if something were to happen? You know, like I'm, even if I'm not in a car accident, I might be curious about what would I do if I were, or what if I had a family member, it might be even fear driven. You know, uh, the statistics on teenagers getting into car accidents is ridiculous. You could even target parents with teens and uh, with a video content like this or something written that's very simple that's just, hey, do you know what you would do if, you're, if your teen was in an accident? Here's five tips that you need now. Now, is everyone gonna want to see that? No, but it would be relevant to somebody whose teenager just got the driver's license, right? So that becomes relevant content. So now we're not beholden to waiting until the person has the car accident and then fighting for that lead with all of the other attorneys. Everybody's fighting for that lead. Everybody's right there. That's the most expensive bottom of the funnel lead you can get. But near the top, you've got people that might be interested in learning about what you know that you could develop a relationship with. Now, is this hard work? Yes. Does it take time? Yes. Is it expensive? Not necessarily if you do it wisely. You know, if you target to individual sub-segments of a market and give them relevant content, you can start doing that. And you can start today. Even if all you did was, if you didn't even pay to boost a post on Facebook or which would be the best way to do it, you could even begin with a little bit of organic, creating some content like this a little bit of a t at a time, every once, maybe once a week, once a month, something that you're putting out there in written or video, uh, and then begin getting that out there in your social media content, and you'd be surprised at the result you can get. People will start getting to know you, and then once it is time, you're there. You can also use this content uh, in the battle of getting the bottom of the funnel leads, because if, if you have all these different people you could choose from, and you have a choice of getting basically somebody who has, who's only saying, hey, you know, free, you know, free consultation, free consultation. You also have that, but you also have some other, uh, other, um, you know, another link that's available to the, to the, to the potential customer, potential client. Uh, other, other material out there is showing other sides of you. You become omnipresent. You become everywhere in the marketplace to the people that are interested in what you have to offer over time. Now, again, this is not a short-term quick fix. This is a long-term plan. This needs to be a part of your content strategy. It needs to be a part of your social media strategy. It needs to be a part of your SEO strategy. And have your team, team members alerted to this. And the easiest way to do it is create a content calendar, create a marketing calendar. And all it needs to be is the categories of the type of stuff you're, you're interested in doing online, offline, and internal. Those would be three major categories. Uh, internal would be stuff that you would do uh, to to generate referrals from your existing clientele, or maybe even uh, within your office, you know, to motivate uh, and morale. But online is what, mostly what we're talking about here. And every week or month, come up with a topic that you would like to talk about that is relevant to at least a segment or a subset of your potential audience, and create the content, and then have your SEO team and have your uh, you're in an editor, uh, take this, take the content right out of a video, transcribe it and edit it up for you and use it and repurpose it in different platforms. 
Uh, and that is, that is the number one key I could give you to creating content, getting to the lead before anybody else, getting to the lead faster using education based content that's targeted and relevant to sub-segments of your potential market. And maybe you'll find things that are relevant to everybody too in that. And there's your tip of the day. I hope that helps guys. And uh, good luck with that. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the Get Leads First podcast. To find more ways to generate leads for your business, visit getleadsfirst.com.